Uh-oh. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Julie, hey, guess what day it is? Oh, come on, I know you can hear me. Mike, 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 Mike. What day is it, Mike? <laughs> Leslie, guess what today is? It's hump day. Thanks for tuning in to Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie. I am your host, Rhonda Holman, with my super special, awesome, and amazing co-host, Julie Varney. We are both dental assistants in the world that have been doing this a long time. We may not be experts, but we sure are old. And what we're doing is we're going online and we're finding that uh, some dental assistants are running into humps in their career field with their team, with their doctors. We're dissecting them. We're pulling out those pearls and we're helping you get over the hump of the week Wednesday. Well, hello, Miss Julie. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. How was your hump day so far? Well, it's, you know, it's getting over the hump this week. It's getting over the hump. (laughs) You know, I know we missed last week because, Julie, I don't know if the listeners know this, but you were literally all over the place. (laughs) Can you... Now I'm tell, home for the next couple weeks. So. Tell us about what you were doing. I know that you were at a chapter meeting. Is that right? Um, yep. There was a chapter meeting that I had on Friday for ADOM that um, we brought a speaker in to speak about account receivables. And then the week before that, I was in Chicago um, coaching some dental assistants at a prosthodontic practice that went great. And then uh, a little bit in uh, New Jersey this week um, for an office t- to t- teach them upfront skills and insurance information. So, but now I'm home. Yay. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's no place like home. And uh, so true. <laughs> it, it, it's something about, you know, I don't, for a lot of the assistants that do work in corporate and a lot of you guys are required to move around and, and go from office to office and you have to live out of a hotel. Like, the, I mean, it's so nice to have everything cleaned for you, but it's just no matter what, you never sleep right. Like the walls are always too thin or somebody is like yelling in the hallway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're <Yeah>. like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I just want some sleep. Or the air conditioning will turn off. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. Oh, How's man. Your been? It's been really, really good. Um. You know, you know, in my airway journey, part of understanding um, the options for treatment um, is myofunctional therapy, right? So orofacial yeah. myofunctional therapy. So, you know, I, I've dabbled in it a little bit, trying to understand the ins and outs and, and what role I can play in assisting the myofunctional therapist. So this week, I've just inundated myself with as many exercises and materials that I can get my hands on. So that I can play more of a part of that, you know, helping, especially with like our pediatric patients, if we can get to them before the dysfunction causes permanent damage. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. the key. So it was, it was, yeah. So my brain is about to explode, (laughs) but like in a super awesome way. That's awesome. And the (laughs) the more we know, the more we grow. That's what I say. Yes. I like it. And you know what? Here's, I had it. Okay. So there's a post that I found on Dental Assistance Worldwide Group, and this Let's post resonates to me, okay? Because over the last two decades, I've seen this a lot. Okay, so the poster okay. stated, question, 
how many of you work in offices where the assistants are responsible for cleaning the entire office? I'm talking floors, baseboards, windows, bathrooms, etc. Instead of having a cleaning service to come in. <gasps> that to me, <clears throat> I'll, t I'll do my spin and, and my take on it. That to me, take out the trash or, you know, hey, we, it's winter and we got little salt pebbles and rocks and we got to, you know, maybe mop off up the water or sweep or vacuum every once in a while. But I really think we should have an outside cleaning service to really clean when the office is not, you know, in 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 office hours. Um, I really, you know, really think that it's important because then you don't cross over that line of demanding too much. Now I had had assistants say, "Hey, if you're going to pay somebody a hundred dollars a week to clean the the office, I'll do it." on Friday on my day off, I leave. That's fine, but it needs to be a, like a separate fee. It doesn't need to be included in their paycheck. I mean, yeah. Like you, you know, you have a second job. That's your side gig. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think they, they need to know that it is separate from what they are expect, you know, expected. It just, I guess sometimes it puts too much I don't know. I just think sometimes, and then if things don't get cleaned right, it might cause like, oh, well, Sarah's the one that cleans it and she's not doing her job. And, you know, and then she works with you all day long. So I just think, just leave to the experts. Remember, there's an expert for everything. And I'm sure there's fabulous cleaning people out there that have their systems down and they do a good job and they get it all done in a timely fashion. I don't think we should put that burdens on a, a team. What do you think? No, I completely agree. I mean, uh, I, I think that, you know, looking at your job description, if it doesn't say anything about the domestic part of maintaining the office, like it talks about equipment maintenance, sterilization processes, all of those things are included in our job description. But when you're asked to step outside that, it's uncomfortable. And, you know, it's funny because I know that um, I heard some people chirping about the idea of running errands for your dentist say you're going to pick up dry cleaning or you watch their kids on your lunch break or <laughs> it was cute. There's even a post this week where this with this assistant was asked to watch her dog's puppies, which <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a, a nice extended duty I'd like to do. But um, it, I think this happens a lot in our career field where the dental assistant um, kind of crosses over to personal assistant, not right. just house cleaner or uh, office cleaner. So I think you know, how do we change the trajectory of that? Like, how do we, how do we tell dental assistants that, you know, there's certain things that with, are within your job description. And then mm -hmm. outside of that, you just, you have to know when it's okay to say no. Yeah. And the thing is with some of those things, like going to run an errand, first of all, if you're using your car, you should be paid mileage. Okay. Second of all, if you get an accident, during work hours, because you're running an errand, your boss is actually liable. So there's that HR part of it. Like that is just, it's, it's a little, costly. so, you know, if you have to run to the lab for the, they technically have to pay you mileage unless you're using their vehicle to drive. Then there's a, the issue if you get in an accident, you know, so I think of all these things, I guess, and maybe it's just the weirdo in me, but I don't think I'd want to put my employees in that risk pool. 
or have them feel like, oh, well, I went to the lab four times this week with my car and I used my gas. How am I going to get reimbursed? I think it just crosses the line a little bit too much to expect them. Now, I mean, we do do maintenance, right? So we will pick up the floor, wipe the toilet seat down throughout the week. We don't want our place looking like it's in shambles, but I think it just do it separate. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, guys, if you, if you need any support or advice, Julie and I are always here. If you just need a sounding board, say you're put in a predicament where you don't feel comfortable, you know, with some of the requests coming from your dentist, you know, it's never a bad idea to just bounce it off of somebody and just make sure that if it's making you feel uncomfortable, let's figure out why. And, and mm-hmm. maybe there's a feeling that, you know, is rational. Like there's something behind it. <laughs> Yep, absolutely. But absolutely. I'm not gonna lie, I used to love it. Like we would get our distilled water at Walmart and I called them field trips. And I loved the idea of like in between patients, I would go to Walmart and get all the water for the sterilizers and you know, I'd grab a <laughs> and that's fine. And that's fine, but I also think you should be for gas and mileage in your car. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're the one that says, Oh, I'll go do it, I don't mind. But I do think you should be reimbursed. We do have a girl in our office that she does go get the water and lunch and stuff. And, you know, I already calculated the mileage and it's 55 cents a mile or whatever. So I throw her like an extra couple dollars, you know, because that's wear and tear on her car and stuff, but she loves going to get the water and she takes the dog with her, his dog and stuff like that. And they go for a car ride and stuff. So it's cute. But, you know, like I said, I think things like that with people, but sometimes it becomes, what do you call it? Um, uh, not a power trip or just undervalued and not appreciated enough. And when someone volunteers to kind of do it once, and then it trickles into this big, huge every week, every day type thing, they get taken advantage of. Right. right. Yep. Yep. And you see yeah. it time and time again, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, I have a post that I thought was interesting that we kind of never really talk about. And this is from Jessica from the Dental Assistance Worldwide Group. What do you think are the top five most important things to teach a new employee? Wow, that's a good one. Because, I mean, a lot of us are in charge of new hires. <laughs> and if we don't all right. have protocols and systems set up um, yet, hopefully <laughs> you guys start to realize that there's value in that. Um, mm-hmm. So top five. Oh, man. Okay, so you go first, and I'll piggyback off you. (laughs) Okay. Um, My first thing would be how to open the office in the morning and how to punch in. Like, what are your expectations of opening the office? The next thing would be infection control. Like, what are your processes for infection control um, and how we kind of go through there? Um, then it would be like lab cases, all our lab cases, all ins and outs and who we ship to and who we don't ship. to. And then my last thing would be the chair side procedures. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because those are, those were that, that makes sense. Cause number five would be, you have someone there with you. <laughs> A lot of those other numbers, mm-hmm. you might be doing it solo and have, you know, if you're not comfortable doing it, you might end up leaving a compressor on for like the whole weekend and the machine burns mm-hmm. out and you're like, Oh, what happened? <laughs> yeah. And a lot of those processes don't, you don't get shown how to open and close an office. 
you just kind of expected to kind of know. But if you don't even know where the buttons are to shut the compressor off, how are you supposed to? So it, I mean, it takes two seconds, maybe not two seconds, but a little less time to walk someone say, okay, when we come in the morning, we drop our coats off, we punch in, then we go over here and turn this on. And I usually go on, I mean, 90% of us do the same things when we come into work, right? We take our coat off, we punch in, we might wash our hands, we go through the entire, you know what I mean? Like we have this routine that we do. So we make sure we're all our T's are crossed and I's are dotted. So, yeah. you know, and on that checklist, I would put, especially if you guys have a steamer, <laughs> that's one of those things right? you can't just turn on and it works. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, the infection control, because sometimes people have bad habits. They come with bad habits. And I think every new hire should throw what they learned from their previous office out the window. Well, not completely out the window. I mean, you want to be doing things correctly. Um, but I think you should kind of just put that in the back of your mind and say, okay, walk me through your process. Where do you keep things? Because it's only going to make um, you better. I had to laugh because I was in an office this week and the girl worked by herself on Monday. I got there on Tuesday and she had already had the doctor convinced to switch to Dentrix because that's what she was oh. used to. And I'm like, we are not switching softwares. We're going to work with what we got. <laughs> that's like a 6,000. I'm like, no. And, but she had that mindset while well, at my old office, yep. at my old office, this is not your old office. I'm going to teach you what needs to be done at this office, you know, and she ended up leaving at, at midnight or midnight. She <laughs> leaving it. I did not work. Um, she started, she left at noon because she said she was just overwhelmed and it's hard to, you know, be, a, you know, sometimes it's hard to be adaptable when you have this longevity of, of things. So just be adaptable. So what else would you add to that list? Um, you know, well, you can't really teach work ethic, but set the expectations properly. You know, like, mm -hmm. absolutely, just make sure that, hey, you know, we are going to boogie woogie until the brink of time. And then we clock out. Like, I don't want to find you in the bathroom reading a magazine because there is no reason to have downtime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, but as far as teaching absolutely. them. You know, like, like you said, sterilization, open and close, how the rooms operate. And then, you know, um, my thing is like, I don't want to throw anybody into the deep end. I want you to shadow. Right. I want to have the chance to tell you why we're using what we're using and what they, the doctor will want next, because it's not fair to the new hire to get thrown in. And it's not fair to me to have to be, you know buzzed every five minutes because the new hire doesn't know where this is or that is or you know I just just baby steps like I just I wish people took a little bit more time to help the new hires develop right and and that's the thing is we got to set them up for success and it's the if you one you're the only dental assistant you know someone's quitting or or moving on and then you have to start the next day you know, I think that should be a time, honestly, that the doctor takes, you know, either you come in on a Saturday or Sunday when they're closed or a Friday or whatever it is and sit with down with the doctor and walk through things and, and kind of feel things out, know where everything is and the processes or, you know, the first day 
you know, take a couple hours of stand its production and have nothing to miss schedule. But you know what? You're going to slow down production if this poor employee that you just hired cannot function chair side. Yep. So, you know, take, take a couple hours, walk through your composite procedure, walk through your crown procedure, walk through whatever procedures you do and just really help that person out understand it because it's only going to be more productive when you go do, you know, go do it. You know, and if, you know, I think we're quick learners. It's just, we're never given the tools for success. You know, you have to implement some strong tools. You just can't say, oh, well, here's the chair side. Have at it. Mm, yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> yep. Show, do, tell. Wait, no, that's wrong. Hang on. Tell, show, do. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. I tell you how to do it. I show you how to do it. And then you show, you show me how to do it. Mm hmm. Yep. A big believer in that because we're all hands-on learners. I think a lot of us go into dental system because we're hands-on. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that is so true. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think a great post. That great was post a really good post. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you. Because we really don't talk no. about it. You know. And every office is going to do it different. But how are, how are they all should have a plan to successfully integrate a new team member, you know? How is your plan, successful plan for integrating a new team member, onboarding them? What are your steps? Let's create a office manual for that. You yeah, know? instead of just burning through people because you don't, you don't give them the right tools to learn it, you know, step-by-step. Step. <laughs> and they're, they just run away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're like, no, right. I've done that before. I'm like, I like that one. <laughs> don't go. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, what else? That's about it for me. Well, I, you know, I think that's good. You know, since we have some extra time, we should definitely talk about dance. Oh, yes. We should talk about the conference because Rhonda, I heard, is going to talk about airway and the dental assistance role that it plays in there. Um, we have a new speaker announcement tomorrow. So if you subscribe to the updates, you'll get it in email first. Um, also, anybody that um, has registered will get an email, a separate email for their hotel to book their hotel starting Tuesday. They're gonna so open in your next update that you'll get email from us, it will have speaker updates, hotel information, and facts about the event. Perfect. So. I'm super excited. I know that. Uh, you announced a speaker last week about um, cross-training. So yes, Courtney. tell mm -hmm. everybody why that's important. Because this one, you know what, guys? It hit home. It really did. Like how some assistants feel about it, knowing how to do the stuff up front. But I really think it makes you more of a team player. Not only, you know, yes, I can't scale or you know, polished teeth or whatever, enough from a hygiene standpoint, but I do know a lot about their role, understanding their role. So I think it's good for team members to learn as much about the office and each position and, and do as much as you can to help her out. It really, and if, you know, that's what it classifies a cross-trained assistant, but we should have everybody on board to answer phones and walk out a patient and take co-pays and because in the event someone's not there, they're busy, we should tend to that person, yep. right? Well, the, the hardest part for me when I wasn't cross-trained 
was being locked mm-hmm. in. You know, like say you wanted to let the front desk go and you and the doc were working a little late and then you couldn't walk your patient out. Like just the freedom mm-hmm. that you have from knowing just enough to get by, you know, and, and, and being able to help right. out, like you said, auxiliary, you know, it just the, the, the freedom of being able to say, you know what, I got this, I got this. Right. And that, and that's the thing is we should never not know how to do something and the patient should, well, can you have a seat? Cause I don't know how to do that. It doesn't make us look like we're a good, well-oiled machine either. So, you know, we should be able to just to jump right in, answer phone, clean up rooms, do whatever within the, within our scope of practice, of course. Um, I think it just, even, even from a hygiene standpoint, it's good for the hygienist to learn how to answer the phone, take co-pays. It's good for the hygienist to learn. Maybe she never assisted. One day she's going to have to get in there and help suck or impressions on a crown or maybe even design good for people to kind of push themselves to learn a little bit more of what everybody else does. Yeah. And you know, when it comes to hygiene, like just sitting in or, or, or having a basic knowledge of it gives you the ability to describe yes. it to your patients on a better level. Right. You know, just say, okay, oh yeah, we're going to schedule you for same day crown. It's super mm-hmm. simple. They'll scan you before they start. They'll go ahead and get the, the stuff that's no good out and then they'll scan it again and then they'll be able to design and mill it. Like just having a, a better knowledge of it helps to get case acceptance. <laughs> hmm Yeah. From anybody, from whether it be front desk or a dental assistant, just knowing what you're going to be doing helps you mm-hmm. um, sell treatment. I don't, I hate to say that word sell, but you know what I mean? I've just, no, it helps but... you to be more of a part of saying, okay, this is why you need it. And this is what's going to happen. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I just think, you know, it's a team effort. Front desk doesn't do just front desk. Dental assistants don't just do dental assisting and hygienists don't do dental, you know, even, you know, I've had doctors cleaning up operatories. Amen. Get right in there. You know, many, yep. They want to seat their patient and I'm running behind, you know, Dr. Bradford would, you know, clean up. I mean, he would, help start to help I guess but at least he was doing something (laughs) yeah well (laughs) many hands make light work yeah and that way no one person on the team bears too much of the work Mm -hmm. you know and then everybody's happier things are far more efficient and everybody can you know hopefully leave on time yep because here, here was my rule is like nobody left until we all left together right and that's the way every dental office runs. It should run. And if you're do- if your office, if you're always there by yourself at the end of the day, you guys need to work on, you know, drop a hint. Hey, let's have a team meeting. Let's talk about, you know, like you said, just not uh, putting too much on one particular person so that at the end of the day, we're all happy and productive because unhappy people aren't productive, period and dot. <laughs> true, true, true. Oh, well, Julie, thank you so much. This is a well, great hump day episode. Day. Yes, and you have a good rest of the week, and we will catch up next week. Absolutely. Happy hump day, guys. Happy hump day. <laughs>Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Midweek Jam with Rhonda and Julie, where we're banding together to ensure that every dental assistant has a better tomorrow than they did today. Don't forget to find your tribe. 
Dental Assistance Worldwide Group has a safe place for dental assistants to share, connect, grow, and learn. Find Julie Varney on Dental Assistance Rock, the website, or Instagram. And as always, if you guys need to get a hold of DA Rockstars, we have the Facebook page. You can message through there. But I just truly appreciate you letting us help you get over the hump of the week Wednesday.